Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the Cricket Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cricket Podcast, where it's finally happened. Karim Janat has hit 1,000 T20 runs. Uh, no, I'm joking. Of course, India have finally won a game. They've turned up. Uh, they were intent machines, racking up 209 runs uh, and dispatching Afghanistan and reviving their hopes of a chance of making the semi-finals. Uh, we'll also be talking about the earlier match today, uh, very briefly, as New Zealand overcame uh, Nam- Namibia, Scotland, um, one of the minnows. The other one. <laughs> um, comfortably, comfortably um, in, in, well, the morning lunchtime game. Uh, here in the UK. I am Jack Hope. I'm joined today by Max Rowe Brown. How are you doing, Max Rowe Brown? Hello. Yeah, very good. Thank you, Jack. Uh, and um, I mean, yeah, nice, nice to see India finally showing us what they're all about. Yeah. And, or maybe uh, this DJ... is the blip, actually. I don't know. Yeah. And we've got DJ from uh, Edges and Sledges. How are you doing, DJ? Are you, are you happy that uh, that India have, well, played a, played a good game of cricket? Yeah, I am. Um, I'm a little happier than I was on Sunday and the Sunday before that obviously. So it's all relative. We're still just about hanging on by our fingernails at this point. Um, that last over from Hardik Pandya giving away those many runs wasn't what we needed. Not, not a six off the last ball. It's all about net run rate, but India hasn't got its fate in its own hands anymore. So uh, we're banking on the team I think we've just beaten to beat the team that just beat us. So Yes. Yes, it's cricket. It makes sense. Um, Max, um, what are the messages for our listeners, for our viewers? First of all, like and subscribe to the video and our channel on YouTube. Just just press like now. Just do it. Done it. Good. Right. And um, and next, go over to uh, Instagram and Twitter and follow us at The Cricket Pod to get involved, uh, where you can send in questions and uh, follow our uh, follow our. Uh, sound bites as we follow along with the games and uh, I'm sure you'll agree with everything that we have to say and um, 
we are sponsored by Woodstock Cricket. So if you want some new cricket gear, head over to their website for a code. Uh, TCP25 at 25% off. No, we give them the code. Then you go to the website. Right. That's how this this journey yeah. works. Codes <laughs> in the show notes. Yeah, down the bottom. Um, great. Um, Max, can you also tell us a little bit about the cricket match we just watched? Uh, indeed, yes. So uh, India are on the back of uh, two... Uh, fairly uninspiring defeats were coming up against the uh, intent machines of Afghanistan where many people uh, may be sensed. There could be a bit of a, a slip and as Afghanistan won the toss and put India into bat, those thoughts may be even strengthened. However, Rohit Sharma and K.L. Rahul reminded us all that they are in fact excellent cricketers and K.L. Rahul showed us that he can in fact score runs in the power play and not just eat balls. And they rocketed on to 53 off the first six and then kicked on even further, putting on a, an opening stand of 140 or so as uh, Afghanistan's dreams of uh, an unlikely victory evaporated as quickly as the uh, the sweat does on, uh, on the backs of the players in Abu Dhabi and Dubai and Sharjah. Um, and, uh, well, once those two were out, they set in Pant and um, Pandya who just carried on smacking the ball everywhere. And uh, it was pretty pretty bad for Afghanistan, who uh, conceded 210 on the nose, exactly as Jack had predicted in the WhatsApp chat before the uh, the soothsayer that he is. And as the, uh, the turn of innings came, I don't think anybody had any belief that Afghanistan would overhaul such a total. And so it proved, despite uh, some brief flashes from uh, Ramnil Gurbaz, who, after taking a, a nasty blow to the head, trying to glance a, uh, with his forehead a, a, a Bruma delivery down to um, third man, then, um, I don't know, it obviously knocked something into him as he <laughs> proceeded to take Shami to the cleaners. But uh, ultimately, fell soon after, and um, there was uh, there was a little bit of hitting as well late on from um, Janat and Mohammed Nabi. But ultimately, uh, they uh, they fell far short, and it was a, a very comfortable win for India in the end. Although perhaps might be ruining some um, opportunity to really overhaul the net run rate. If India can't improve their net run rate from where it is against India, uh, against India, against Scotland and Namibia. <laughs> Then there's a problem. There's, there's, a, there's a bigger problem than uh, Hardik Pandya being hit for six off the last ball of this uh, of this match. Um, DJ, it must have been. No, hey, um, what was different about this match compared with the other two? Because uh, India, they played they played front foot cricket, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, in the I, metaphor of front foot, not yeah, not as in on the front foot. In, in what's probably terms. different was um, the bowling was about ten kilometers per hour slower. You've got Shine Shah Freedy, it's, it's quite hard to get on the front foot against that guy. He's about eight feet tall and, and swings it back in. Uh, when, you, when you're one for two in the first over, it's quite hard to get back on the front foot. And then on the other hand, you've got Trent Bolt and Tim Saudi. They, they're quite good as well. So I think, I mean, Afghanistan have got a lot of respect for them. What they've done in white ball cricket is absolutely amazing, but they don't other than Rashid Khan and Nabi and possibly Mujib, uh, they haven't quite got the uh, bowling attack to challenge a, a sort of top-class batting order in in prime form. What wasn't different was Kohli losing another toss. I mean, I can't I can't remember the last. I think there was once he won a toss, and he walked away thinking he'd lost the toss because he was so used to losing. The toss. <laughs> 
That's that's actually true. Plus, I've quite enjoyed your comments because uh, clearly you've picked up some Pakistani fans who are asking whether this game was fixed. Just to answer them, I don't think so. It's quite hard to fix those one-handed sixes as uh, Rishabh Pant was hitting. So, uh, yeah, yeah, three three one-handed sixes, wasn't it? Mostly hit while he was lying on the floor. That was an extraordinary yeah, display. He's uh, an acrobat and a scholar. <laughs> Yeah, uh, they 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 they're fantastic. Um, Max, what did you think about the mixed up order? So uh, they chose not to send in Coley at three yeah. after Kale Hall and, and Rohit had gotten off to such a good start, uh, sending in Rishab and then deferred Coley again, going with Hardik. Did that make sense to you? I think it oh, hundred percent. What was good uh, about it? it? Well, it was just exactly the right way to play cricket, isn't it? What? Where were we at that stage? The third, uh, like. The thirteenth over, I think, and um, there is absolutely no point in sending in Coley in the thirteenth over because we know he takes a little while to get going, and you don't have a little while at that stage. So why not send in one of your battery of players you've got who will go for it from from ball one? So um, I I would have not been surprised if they'd sent in Coley. That's that's the thing. It would it would have been um, uh, you know he wouldn't have been in completely sh- on brand. Yeah, but um, it was great to see that they went with. Um, the logical approach and and sent in the the right people for for the right job and I think if uh, either Panja or um, Panja or Pan had fallen they'd have sent in Sky and Jadeja in as well ahead of Kohli. Yeah, yeah, uh, quite possibly. Um, DJ, what what influence has um, famous uh, you know uh, what's the phrase we were using? Oh my goodness, my brain's gone to, to pot. Dhoni in the IPL the non-playing captain, the specialist captain. That's, that was a much harder journey that I had to go on, neurological journey than I was The like, mentor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what what role has uh, Dhoni, um, the, the famous specialist captain and mentor of the Indian cricket team, had on, on Kohli and his decision to drop down the order? Do you, do you think there's there's something there? Well, Dhoni's been famous for dropping down the order himself while he's been playing, right? So um, my co-podcaster, Ashwin, hates the fact that he comes into bat at seven and eight uh, below Sam Karan and those guys. And But anyway, um, more generally, I think this was just a logical decision to make, as as Max pointed out. Um, the 13th over, you, you don't need a guy who's going to hit singles, and twos and possibly fours. You need a guy who can clear the boundary and Pant and Pandya, India's biggest hitters. Uh, interestingly, Ishan Kishan did turn out to be an actual injury replacement rather than a tactical change. So maybe the back spasm, which as Indian fans, we were all fairly cynical about back spasms all of a sudden to, to Sky, uh, bringing Ishan Kishan in, but they dropped him for this game um, and brought Sky back in. Um, Except I mean, Kishan fielded for about half the game. Yeah, yeah, probably because <laughs> Sky had back spasms. <laughs> but Sky, honestly, Sky is quite a good field. I don't know he was on, who he was on for. Um, uh, but I think, I mean, it's tough to tell what effect Tony's had on this team, right? It's um, it's only been meant for what, how many days has it been since the IPL? Not even a month. It's been yeah. a few weeks. Yeah, 15 um, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it feels, I mean, on a different point, I mean, we talk about workloads, right? Like, it's quite hard just following all the cricket that's going on again. I mean, you guys probably feel it doing daily podcasts. Our podcast is once a week. And we feel the strain of following all the <laughs> cricket. Imagine playing that much cricket. Um, but yeah, yeah back to the point, so. don't know what Tony's effect is really. Maybe he's a calming influence in the dressing room. Maybe there's a strategy input he provides um, from the dressing room along with Shastri. But 
other than a guy who's won a lot of cricket games and trophies, um, having him in the dressing room, I don't know what tangible effect it actually makes, um, given the other people in the dressing room with Shastri and Kohli and the others. Can't really tell. Yeah, uh, Max, is there anyone who you're particularly impressed by from an Indian perspective? You've talked about uh, Rishabh Pant uh, and his sixes rolling on the floor. Um, <laughs> Rohit Sharma, I thought, was yeah. good. I think Ro- Ro- Rohit Sharma, for, for me, was the, the other guy that impressed because he's he's not had a great time of it lately, has he? He's sort of struggled to form a bit and um, he really, really came out today and, and did the did the business in the power play and, and then kicked on. I mean, I mean every, everyone played. Um, played well with the bat for for India today, but um, it was nice to see Rohit Sharma do it on the sort of with the context of the struggles he's had uh, recently. You know, disappointment with Mumbai Indians. Maybe having a few extra, uh, like a week or so extra off, um, along with um, you know Rahul for not not making the uh, the playoffs has um, has helped him out a bit. Who who knows? But uh, yeah, that was that was good to see. Um, helped possibly a little bit by some rather rather wayward. Afghanistan bowling as much as we should praise the the way India batted we should probably also um cover the Afghanistani bowling approach yeah I was going to get there there was some there was some weird bowling um in in terms of just the the raw execution of skills being quite subpar for, mm. for this level of cricket um like, like there were some quite there were some balls where I think I know people who would comfortably have hit them for four or six mm. but there's also like some interesting use of bowlers or an interesting use of some of the bowlers in there so Nabi himself only bowled the first over of the game um which was a little bit curious now I know he's an off spinner bowling to it would have been mainly to right handers it would have been only to right handers except Pant actually wouldn't it um so maybe there's a matchup choice there uh Karim Janat we saw him bowl four overs against Pakistan uh, albeit the last over uh, got Asif Alid, um, so maybe he's got the, the yips after that. Um, what uh, what specifically do you think they did wrong? Um, well, I think possibly Naveen bowling consistently short and wide. That was probably one thing they got wrong. Uh, not so much a tactical thing; just uh, don't do that. And um, I can see. I, can, I guess I can see why they bowled um, Sharafuddin, given that he's the left arm spinner, and there were two right-handers. But I think after his first over, they should have just bailed on that plan because he was absolutely terrible. And they clearly, it clearly wasn't any. There was no threat from from the left arm um, spin at that point, and um, possibly, yeah. possibly brought should have uh, got Rashid on in the power play. I think. Um, I think they possibly well, waited too long himself. to bring him on. He yeah. did. He he didn't. But um, I mean, well, that's the thing. You know, he didn't tie things down in the power after the power play. So I know you, you don't. You, ideally, you don't want to bowl him in the power play because that's kind of the that's the ploy, isn't it? Against a team with Rashid Khan, you want to force them to bring him on. But I feel like maybe they should have at least tried tried that because uh, he might have got a wicket because he is really fucking good at bowling. So that would have that would have made a difference. Well, where we have seen, I mean, to sort of back that point up, where we have seen India play strangely in the last couple of games is when they've been under a little bit of pressure early on because they have lost wickets. Um, now, I don't want to be too harsh on some of these players because I, I, I think they probably were just outmatched a little bit by a much better Indian side here. Um, but Mohammed Nabi, Naveen Al-Haq and uh, Sharafuddin Ashraf uh, are not 
players that immediately spring to mind in this Afghan lineup when I think likely to take early wickets <laughs> uh, or likely to take a wicket, uh, to be honest. And Naveen al he's bowled okay in this tournament, but he is, he bowls like Boomerah, but about 10 miles an hour slower. And I feel like the the Indian batters are probably sort of used to that. Seen, <laughs> seen that before. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, oh, from from an Indian perspective, it must have been a joy to see some of the deliveries that were sent down, uh, DJ. Yeah, it was great. It was um, it was it was like if you've gone down a division in your club league, that all of a sudden you can time the ball again because you've got an <laughs> extra split second. Yeah. Um, whereas otherwise you're struggling with the pace and the spin. I mean, the last game you, you watched Rohit Sharma. There was one ball I think from Trent Bolt, and he missed it by a foot. Mm. Rohit Sharma missing a ball by foot is, I mean, he was going at it very hard. It was, it's just a different class. But um, there will be others, and I think there are others in the comments that were upset that India didn't put away the five full tosses that they got. There were five full tosses which India did put away, so they didn't get two hundred and forty. I think we should just be careful because two hundred and ten was a big score. Um, it's not a computer game, so you don't press a button and hit a six. Mm. It takes a lot of skill to hit a six at this level. So we, as Indian fans, were extremely critical. Obviously, we were, we were really hurt by the last two games, coming in as the favourites and then losing to Pakistan and New Zealand. Um, so it's nice to see... We were helped by the Afghanistan bowling. There is no doubt about that. And they lacked a little bit of class. And by the time Rashid came on to bowl, uh, India had got away. Um, so they sort of played into our hands, holding Rashid back as well a little bit. Um, but it was a it was a good batting performance and it'll give them confidence, which is what they were lacking. It, it also they've got so much kind of abuse back home for for crashing out of the World Cup early and stuff. It's a good response to say hey, we know how to play some cricket. Um, this team has run Pakistan quite close, New Zealand quite close. Sorry, they haven't played New Zealand uh, yet. But they've they've played, run Pakistan quite close and probably the game of the tournament. Um, yeah, it was a great match. Yeah. It was a great game. Asif Ali was the difference at the end, right, with the four sixes. But yeah. Yeah, uh, so it's a good win for Indian uh, fans. And um, I mean, Afghanistan would bounce back strongly as well because they are a good side. They just had a bad day. Yeah. I mean, Jack, you went through a few names just now about people who you wouldn't expect to take wickets in the power play. But there's a, there's a guy missing, for, uh, an enforced miss, uh, missing yes. player yeah, yeah. from that lineup who has been taking wickets in the power play in the form of Majib. And um, I think, I mean, that's, that's massive, isn't it, for Afghanistan, surely? I mean, and that's going to be... Any hope they have of overturning New Zealand and any hope India have of overturning New Zealand must rest with him being able to play. Oh, absolutely. I'd... Yeah, I can't I can't see that bowling attack standing up to New Zealand, even with Rashid Khan. It's just he just doesn't bowl four overs is just not enough overs to put pressure on the pretty decent, uh, let's be honest, New Zealand batting lineup. Even if he mm. took three for, I'd still think um, New Zealand would put 150 on the board. Um so yeah, uh, bowling-wise, India came out and they were, they were pretty good with the ball as well. 13 for one, 13 for two. Uh, Max, you mentioned Gerbaz got hit on the head, um, then went ballistic, then got out. It, it was one of those moments when he got hit on the head. And I, this is probably a slightly 90s joke, um, but there's a, there's a famous quote from a football manager. Was it Brian Clough? Who probably, had a if it's the 90s. <laughs> who, who got hit on the head, knocked out, and the physio... Came off to, and said to Brian, Brian, Brian Clough, um, uh, the, the player is, he's been hit on the head, he's been knocked out and he doesn't know who he is. And Clough said, tell him he's Pele and put him up front. Um, <laughs> it, was, it, was a little bit, 
it was with a Gerbas, it was a little bit like I don't know, telling yeah. me Andre Russell and because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did play some good shots after that, but then it then fell. Um, I think to, to some extent. It was only just fell as well. It was a close one, wasn't it? On the, it was on a the really boundary. good catch. Yeah. I tell you what, that catch from uh, Hardik Panja was was a, a pretty good one, catching it almost over the rope and over his shoulder at the same time. I suppose that's one uh, thing we also forgot to mention about Afghanistan's performance: their fielding. Well, I think the less said about that, the better. To be honest, it was um, it was woeful. Uh, mm. I, I I thought with the bat. there are similar criticisms that well, not criticisms, but similar problems that they have. Um, as they had with the ball, uh, in the Boomer was a bit too good for them. Yeah. Uh, Jadej was a bit too good for them. Ashwin was a bit too good for them. Even Mohamed Shami, who I actually don't really think should be in this Indian lineup, um, was running riot early on. I think, I think he took some punishment when he came back for his fourth over, but, uh, but was, was, oh, oh no, sorry, he got no. Gerbaz. He got Gerbaz, yeah, and then he, got yeah, Gerbaz, he, he yeah. came back. And well, he should have had a hat trick, shouldn't he? If, if yes. the uh, if Mister if Mister Third Umpire hadn't been so cruel as to deny Jadeja what was basically a catch. Yes, um, I th- I, th- I think the general comment I'd make, DJ, is that India's bowling looked pretty good, and and it well, it 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 is it, it's measured up in in most of the games of this tournament. It's been the batting really that that has been the problem, right? Yeah, the, the bowling looks good when you're defending 210, not 110. <laughs> um, yeah, they've been okay. They haven't. I mean, they didn't take a wicket in the first game. They took, I think, two wickets in the second game. But I mean, they, you're you're fighting a losing battle once your batters haven't put enough runs on the board. Uh, Boomras always look good. Uh, Shami is an interesting one actually because uh, he has picked up three, but he did go for I think it was 21 in that over mm. uh, or 17 in that over, something like that. So. Um, I mean, the question would be, who would you replace him with at this stage? Because Bhuvneshwar isn't in great form. The standout for me was actually Ashwin. He brought that class to the um, to the bowling lineup, and I'd hope that he would be the one uh, making it into the team at, at Pandya's expense in the last game against New Zealand, given the number of left-handers they had and, and stuff as well. Uh, but, I mean, I thought Ashwin had an outstanding day today. Um, Shardul contributed as well. He was he was okay. Lord Shardul um, got some. Um, I think he got. Um, uh, sorry, he, he got hit around, but he looked okay. Uh, Ashwin, I thought, was fantastic. Four overs, two for fourteen. Just, um, I mean, it. It. He isn't the world's fittest cricketer. He isn't the quickest cricketer. He doesn't. Uh, he's not the greatest in the field. But what he gives you with the ball on on these tracks and on these big grounds is probably unmatched and you saw the value of Jadeja and Ashwin bowling in tandem I think it was the first time they did they've done that since the Champions Trophy 2017 four years on uh, we've gone through Kuldeep and Chehal we're now back to Ashwin and Jadeja (laughs) and it was amazing because you're spinning the ball in different directions so it, the matchups are a lot better. You've got you can spin the ball away from the left hander and spin it away from the right hander, depending on whether it's Ashwin or Jadeja pulling. So, uh, fast bowlers hunt in pairs, so do spinners, and you saw the value of that today. And it, it was nice to see Ashwin do well. After Indian fans have been asking for him to be included in the side since when we came to England, I think so. It's been a long time since he's been in India colours, actually. Uh, yeah, he was. He was. He was excellent today. I mean, it's 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 odd. I think that the way his selection has been handled in white ball cricket for India, it doesn't really make sense. And I, I don't know if there's something below the surface 
uh, or a clash of personalities or whatever. Even his selection over the summer in, well, in the test oh, series. Yeah, his non selection in the it's, test um, series was insane, wasn't it? You guys have been he following must... Nick Compton on Twitter. That's what's happening. <laughs> he must be quite a patient man, um, Ashwin, I think. I think there are, there are other players that would have called it a day um, by now. Um, I mean, I know he can be quite vocal on, on, on some issues, but uh, he's either very, very determined to play for India or prepared to put up with a lot of bullshit. Um, mm. I think he's determined <laughs> to prove his point as well. That's like you can, you, can, you can see that he will just come out and be like, "No, actually, look, I'm really good. You should probably pick me." Yeah, I was right. fourteen probably proves that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, um, it, 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 yeah, it could be that too. Um, the the performance from India means that uh, well, it was all there's a whole load of net run rate stuff. I'll try and make this as simple as possible. If they'd if they'd kept Afghanistan, if they'd won by ninety runs. Sorry, no. If they bowled in Afghanistan out for 90, India would have gone ahead of Afghanistan on net run rate today. 130 narrowed the net run rate difference to one run. The current net run rate difference is 1.408, um, if you want it to three to a, well, to a hundredth of a, of a, of a, of a run. And Max, realistically, mm. do you think India can overcome that gap in two matches against Namibia and Scotland, uh, assuming here that Afghanistan don't absolutely trounce uh, New Zealand, and assuming, obviously, that New Zealand lose. Um, uh, it's very, very difficult to say without uh, a table in front of me that will, uh, <laughs> where I can play around with different margins of victory and work out um, what can happen. I, it's entirely possible that India will beat Namibia and Scotland each by... 100 runs or you know like chase down the score in in 10 overs that that could easily easily happen in which case they uh, they do have a, a shout at overhauling um overhauling second place especially if you consider that the most well yeah what well they need Af- they need Afghanistan to beat New Zealand don't they to to be able to qualify so um yeah i mean it'd be tough it'd be tough but it's 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 doable. Like it, it is definitely doable. I mean, you saw the swing that Afghanistan had in their their game over Scotland. Uh, of it was six point five for the one game. So, uh, you know, there is five games. That's uh, that would be a swing of about one point. Uh, what one point three in um uh, in in terms of what it would do over the course of five games. So yeah, uh, doable. But they'll have to smash them. Yeah, um, it would be the most Scottish thing of all time if they put up a hell of a fight and lost <laughs> narrowly. <laughs> well, they put up a decent fight today, didn't they? So they're on the up from yeah. that point. Uh, DJ, what do you reckon India's chances are of qualification? Afghanistan have got to beat New Zealand, um, which I think is yeah. is hard. I think that 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 if they do, if Afghanistan managed to beat New Zealand. I would back this team to qualify. Well, the, the one caveat to this, so this, the problem is that you keep, you start saying what the chances are and then you start caveating it. So um, the caveat, you've, Afghanistan have got to beat New Zealand and then Kohli's got to win at least one toss, mm. which he's quite bad at. Yeah. Because, I mean, we saw what happened and you guys follow the IPL as much as we do. You saw what happens when a team decides to just go hell for leather from ball one. Mumbai yeah. Indians did that in the last game, group game that they had that they played. I think they needed stuff, to pull someone out for 66 and score 240 or something like that. And Ishan Kishan and Rohit Sharma and those guys just came out and flayed it. 
they just freed their minds and they just scored the highest ever. Yeah. I mean, if Afghanistan beat New Zealand, right, India just going to play like that twice. Yeah. Well, the last yeah. game, so I mean, the last game of the Super 12s is India Namibia. Uh, so that is the day after New Zealand play Afghanistan. So it's all set up nicely for um, India to try and yeah. do that. They've got they've got Scotland on Friday. Um, to give them a bit of a head start, and then uh, yeah, who knows? Maybe uh, maybe Monday could. Be... I think Twitter might melt down if India qualify somehow. I think yeah, I might I melt that... down if India qualify. <laughs> then we have to, then we have to play you probably. Yeah, and uh, if if they do qualify, they'd be quite confident. I think so. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I hope so there's a few um, jump uh, hoops to jump through. I think so. We'll see. Yeah, I unfortunately just can't see. This Afghanistan team beating New Zealand. Um, I mean, it it is it is on it's on the bell curve of possibilities, um, but I I think it's fifteen percent. There's a fifteen percent chance, maybe twenty percent at best of Afghanistan winning. Maybe twenty five if Majid plays and they bowl second, bowl first, whatever it is. Um, That's four times the chances that India have got of qualifying. So I think we'll take those. Okay. <laughs> the six percent um, or something are going to Crick Viz. I think it's hard. I think I do think it's higher than whatever Crickviz say. Um, just to just to throw that in there. I, I don't. I I I I think Crickviz probably think Afghanistan are better than they are. Afghanistan didn't look like a very good cricket team today. So I've got blocked the people at Crickviz already. So I'm not going to comment. <laughs> Winviz win didn't go down very well the last time I commented on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had a couple of super chats in. I'll just read them out and then we'll move on to the morning game. That's right, fellas. Uh, so Sunil says it only takes one thing to click to get back into rhythm. Uh, maybe if Afghanistan upset New Zealand, the game may still be on for India. Well, yeah, I think we probably all agree that if 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 Afghanistan can find a victory there then India will probably beat Namibia and Scotland hard enough to go through um, and Sunil again says India could have won with 90 uh, by 90 runs and ended up leaking 25 more runs in the last few overs yeah I think that just sort of that happens um, it was a good pitch and Afghanistan yeah. have got you know they they were they got themselves or the, the Afghanistan you don't want to take too much agency away from the guys down the bottom of the order for Afghanistan they knew if they could slog 140 then their net run rate would be in theory still decent um so yeah yeah uh anyway uh morning game Max have you got a nice summary prepared for this uh, well, well, you can be the judge. Um, okay. So, uh, New Zealand v Scotland. It was uh, it was not as you might have assumed from New Zealand v Scotland a game of rugby. It was a game of cricket played with a round ball, uh, and it was much uh, smaller. Um, but the size of victory was probably not too dissimilar from what you'd expect uh, from a game of rugby involving New Zealand and uh, Scotland. Um, Martin Guptill was was the man for, for New Zealand and pretty much the only man, actually, as uh, he scored 93 off 56 and flayed Scotland's bowlers to, to all parts, really. Um, but there should... Probably be a special mention in the uh, bottom bowling attack for once again Mark Watt, who took one for thirteen off his four overs and looks pretty difficult to play. Um, and actually, you know, if it wasn't for Martin Guptill, New Zealand would have been in a lot of trouble. Uh, Kane Williams has scored a duck. Devin Colmway scored one. Um, Glenn Phillips scored thirty-three, but it came off thirty-seven balls. And really, if it wasn't for Martin Guptill's clean hitting, New Zealand could have been staring down the bat uh, barrel of an unexpected Scottish win. But 
they piled on 172 thanks to the man and um scotland as much as they gave it a a good go uh just couldn't quite get there everyone got a start who came out munsey kurtzer cross barrington all scored um in uh well approaching or in the 20s and for a while it looked like scotland might uh you know might genuinely be able to give it a go as uh, it was a good batting pitch it was nice to see a good batting pitch and um adam milne was cannon fodder for for the scots but uh ultimately they just had a little too much to do and the golfing class was a little um a little too much for them to overcome and uh and, and that's sort of that's sort of how it went. Michael Leesk at the end, uh, 42 off 20 as well, batted, batted nicely. But I don't know if that makes up for uh, two of the least good bits of fielding I've uh, I've seen in uh, in in this this tournament. Sorry, I had to I had to get that in there. But um, I mean, can uh, we can we start on the one on the boundary where he just like dived sideways instead of taking one step to the left? Did you did you see that? No, I will be honest. I didn't actually catch too much of this game, Max. Oh, so. mate, it was he'd he'd already dropped one, which was fairly simple, and then about two balls later, as you know, when you've uh, when you've made a pretty bad drop, the ball will follow you around the field, and mm. uh, yeah, it was sort of played out, um, played out quite high out to out to the boundary, and it was one of those. It was like it looked like you might have to sort of catch it and throw it up in the air, um, and he was very prepared for that, and then ended up sort of watching it go two yards to his left as he sort of dived sideways and backwards over the boundary and missed the ball um, as the ball plonked over the boundary by about a foot. <laughs> and and really, all the man needed to do was take one step to the left and just catch it. <laughs> it, just, it just completely a, lost it. It was, it was really bad. It was good to see Scotland actually play well um, after they, they didn't against Afghanistan and Namibia. I mean, they were the two matches that they had an actual chance of winning, weren't they? And yeah. um, they they didn't. Uh, so it was it was nice to see them, them play well. And Mark Watt as well. Uh, I, 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 I'm just more and more impressed by mm. this person every time he he plays. Uh, is ten runs fewer than his average for the tournament, twenty three for one, um, which is which is impressive. He's getting better and better. Uh, DJ, is there anyone from Scotland or, or New Zealand? Sides or go from this game that you 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 were impressed by or or not impressed by? In New Zealand, obviously, Martin Kaptil played a played a blinder. He's he's always been quite good, even though he has I think only two toes on one one foot or something like that. Um, but I mean, you you'd expect New Zealand to win that game, right? He got a fifty and thirty five balls, and then they just defended it. Um, not much to to really say about. Um, that game it was clinical from New Zealand. They're known to be a professional outfit, and they they just got the job done, which is what they needed. They needed the two points, right? They're not worried about net run rate and stuff. If they win everything they play, they they're done. They've got their fate in their own hands. So um, if you win their place, you do exactly the same thing. Just a clinical professional performance with those guys. And um, Scotland generally, I quite like Greaves, the leggy um, bats a bit as well. Um, the opening bowler. Um, He's, he's quite good as well. Um, I think I, I want to say the wheel is... Brad wheel. Yeah, it's wheel. Yeah, Brad, yeah quite Brad like wheel. him. I mean, I'd love to see some of these guys get a go in the in the IPL or the PSL because, I mean, you see the wealth of talent. Um, the left-hander that opened yesterday uh, bowled a uh, couple of uh, really good overs to Rizwan. Um, 
I've got forgotten his name. Trumpleman. Dunbridge Wells, but it's not. Oh, Trumpleman. Yeah. Trumpleman. Yeah. Yeah. He's. Um, yeah, but you see the wealth, talent of these the associate level. But it's just a gulf in class, right? That they haven't got the right players for the right spots. Um, and so, I mean, New Zealand is a is a World Cup dying finalist. But you'd expect them to to come out uh, winning that game quite easily. Yeah, that's like yeah. what you said yesterday, isn't it, Jack? About the Namibia side, really. There's uh, there's lots of good players in there, but there's just a couple of holes that they can't quite fill to be able to compete uh, across the board. Great. Um, fellas, I think that's more or less everything from these two matches. Uh, I had a look through the questions we received on Twitter, which is at the cricket pod. And um, I think we've covered most of them. And we had nothing in on our Patreon, uh, although we should uh, give a shout out to Garish, who was at the game uh, in. in, in uh, is it that, is that, that's Sheikh Zayed, isn't it? That one? Yeah. Uh, uh, Sheikh Zayed was India, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he was there watching uh, and enjoying himself by, by all accounts. So that's uh, that's good to see. Um, anything from you, DJ, to, to finish us off? Say where your your podcast is, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, can, I can do the 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 plug stuff. Um, so we are an Indian cricket podcast. So if you guys like uh, Indian cricket or like dissing Indian cricket, come and have a listen to us. Um, we try not to do too much of the latter because we're obviously Indian cricket fans and uh, leave we that love to us. The team. Whether or not they're doing well, yeah, we we'll leave it to you guys. Cricket <laughs> Um but yeah, we are at One Tip One Hand on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So come and say hi there, give us a follow. Uh, it's the One Tip One Hand. If your Indian is um, the Gully Cricket Rule, which I think is called One Bounce One Hand in other parts of the world. So it's really a like you guys. We are a, a um, fan-run podcast, so um, men of the people. Um, and uh, yeah, we are on all the apps that you can find stuff. We have a YouTube channel, so give us a like and subscribe there. We often uh, go live there as well. Uh, it's the Edges and Sledges podcast. Um, not much else. There's three of us that run it, Ashwin, Varun and myself. Um, and we are coming up to 200 episodes on Monday. So um, yeah, it's a big one. Um, hopefully it'll be good news as well. Let's see. It, it, it would be amazing if uh, India gave us a, a 200 episode, <laughs> but I doubt it. Uh, Max, anything from you to, to finish us off? Uh, Did we mention everything we were supposed to? Oh, uh, well, we yeah. haven't mentioned Patreon, have we? Uh, I don't think oh, no, I meant from the cricket. Oh, from the cricket. Yeah. Um, uh, no, not really. But actually, I would like to. I'd like. I'd, I'd like to echo what uh, DJ said about some of the guys getting going the um, franchise tournaments. I think Mark Watt needs yeah. to get picked up by someone. LPN, LPN asks Jadeja v Mark Watt. Who is the best left left arm fist, um, left arm spinner? And it's it's obviously Mark Watt. Yeah, uh, it's not actually. I mean, I'll take Jadeja in batting and fielding, but I'll have Mark Watt with the ball. That would be the perfect cricketer, wouldn't it? Yeah. Jadeja <laughs> Mark Watt hybrid. Uh, yeah, cool. All right, we're going to wrap up there. Uh, thanks very much for joining us, DJ. Um, goodbye, everyone. Uh, I think we're back tomorrow. I can't remember if it was our day off or not. Come around think, yeah. if you want to. Yeah, let's just assume we're doing one. Um, Cheerio. (laughs) Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today 
at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.